Not everyone got the memo that this is the year of Christy. Now, I plan on being out of postural restoration therapy by the end of October. Why? Because I plan on doing so good that I am going to get out. When I left yesterday, I asked for that exercise that I couldn't get from Scott Burst, where you sit there and you lean back on your left leg and you hold your left arm out and push your right pelvis up with all your weight. It's just this thing. She said, you're asking for that exercise? I said, yes, I am. She goes, you're going from kindergarten to AP physics with this exercise. I said, because I'm determined to get better quickly. I go to fascial remodeling. It is brutal. It is intense. I take a Xanax before I go because it's just intense. We pretty much determined at one point when it came to ripping yet another fascial adhesion off of my pelvic floor coming from my C-section scar, I heard words that I've never heard my fasciologist say because she couldn't believe it. She had to put all of her weight on this adhesion. She then had to push and she was like, I just am shocked. I, I'm just, I no longer am amazed at all the adhesions you have. Well, for one, it's gonna, if she had a kid, I'd be putting her kid through college. So I know she's not gonna complain with all the adhesions that I have because I'm funding her lifestyle. But hey, she's really doing me an incredible service. I just wish it didn't cost me so much money. But it was great because she really took care of me, working on my nose and, ugh, I can't believe it. I know there's more on my nose. I know this because I can feel it. And it's just a bummer because as I release these adhesions, I can just tell when the ones that are left there are still driving me nuts. So these were brutal. When I came home, my husband saw me in the shower and he goes, oh my God. He said, you can't go out in public. It looks like <laughs> you've been beaten up and people are going to think it's me. I said, but it's healing. They're, them they're healing bruises, they are. So, I got up this morning and I was bound to determine since I didn't have anything to do that I was going to work on my breathing and I was going to do my postural restoration exercises and I was going to do paperwork and I was going to do this. Now, can you tell that my voice seems to be getting a little bit better? It's all having to do with my breathing. Now, the adhesions that I had released yesterday on my pelvic floor were the ones that were strangling, I think, probably the last part of my, put it this way, I'm able to now use the restroom completely a lot better, a heck of a lot better. I was so restricted with these adhesions. They were around my diaphragm. They were around, you know, my digest, just everything. I, that's why it's hard to digest food, everything, because they were strangling things and, and body parts weren't operating properly. So I'm covered in bruises today and I feel like I've been beaten and I'm darn right sore, just sore. But I was like, it's okay. I'm going to work on my breathing. 
Now, when I was talking with Miss Sarah yesterday, and I'm also sore because she was pushing on my chest. It was painful. All quite painful. But I'm bound and determined to get through this. I'm bound and determined to get my voice back. And since I've been focusing on keeping my weight on my left side, since I've been focusing on, you know, keeping my shoulders relaxed, and when I'm breathing, trying not to arch my stomach and not pop out my chest or my neck, I'm noticing a considerable amount of difference and finding my sit bones. So I, I plan on, I hopefully, maybe I won't have to do every week of October for postural restoration, uh, no, for the fascial remodeling because how many more can I have left? Sadly, I think there's more in my nose because I can still feel it on the outside of my nose, which is a bummer, but Lord have mercy, once it gets out, boom, we better hope like heck I never need another surgery, or if I do, I will be working on my fascia 12 weeks post-surgical surgical site, surgery area, surgery, whatever. I'll be working on my fascia, but I don't want anything put in my body, taken out of my body. I don't want anybody cutting on me. I don't want anybody to hit me in a vehicle. And my son's learning how to drive. And I finally just told him, nothing is up for discussion when you're driving. If I say stop, you just stop. If I say you've done something wrong, it's just wrong. I said, I, I, said, I need you going slower over those speed bumps. I said, please respect my vehicle because it's like my forever vehicle. You're moving on to bigger and brighter pastures. And then I asked him, would you please be taking me? Can I be in your guest house? He doesn't quite know yet. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I love my boy. I've given my life to my boy. And it was pretty much determined yesterday that, well, sadly, kind of what I knew, but it was kind of, reaffirmed to me yesterday that my pregnancy is what destroyed my body because I'm at the point if I can figure out this breathing if I can release these adhesions and as I said as you restore the fascia to health the subluxations don't happen as much anymore now I'm barely wearing a bra and if I do wear a bra it's a front snap and if it's a back one, I just step into it. I clasp it and then I step into it. And I'm trying to do things that will not make me sublux, like lifting gallons of milk, lifting heavy things, vacuuming, you know. I'm really trying to be careful. Really, really trying to be careful. But if I can get up at five o'clock in the morning and do things, I'm good to go. So yesterday I had like a really good day. I was thrilled. I got up at five. I had two modalities. I didn't get to sleep much last night because things were going on in the house and everything was keeping me up. And then I got up this morning and I said, I just need to rest a little bit more and I'll get to my paperwork. And I never got to my paperwork. I'm kind of looking at it sitting here right now with the heating pad. But I did get groceries done. I got my curbsides, took my son looking for some costume thing he was looking for. We went to the store and he was driving us after I picked him up from school. 
But I was bound and determined to do this breathing exercise, and they've already gotten on me from doing, uh, for doing too many repetitions. So I said, I'm going to do this breather thing. Now, Miss Sarah had spoken to me. You've got to be very careful, Christy, because you can hyperventilate. And you don't, you know, you don't want to pass out. And I said, Oh my gosh, Miss Sarah, I have had no problems breathing. Until I had problems breathing. But when I was born, they slapped me on the rear end and I just started breathing. I said, once I relearn how to do it, I don't plan on having any more problems. And how hard can it be? Only an idiot would hyperventilate doing these exercises. So remember those words that I just said to you. So I'm lying in the bed and I put the breather to my mouth and they come with instructions and I kind of look over them and I'm like, oh, just, I mean, it's just obvious. One is the lesser strength, two is the higher, five is the highest. You suck in, you blow out. How difficult could this be? I already know I'm supposed to inhale and then exhale and I'll just inhale until I can't suck in anymore and I'll blow out until I can't blow out anymore. I mean, yeah, get it. I understand. Two sets of 10. A repetition is an inhale and an exhale. So you do one set of 10, you take a minute break and do another set of 10. I said, Psst got this piece of cake. You could download an app. You could do all of this stuff, but I didn't need to do that because for one, I'm not an idiot. I understand how to breathe. It's just my body wouldn't let me breathe. So I'm in position and I'm doing it. And like right now I'm making sure I'm not arching my stomach. My shoulders are relaxed and I go ahead and I breathe in. I breathe in and it makes a noise and then I blow out and it makes a noise. And I'm sitting there going, this is pretty good. And I know I have a habit of looking at the digital clock or the watch on my arm at all times so I know where I am. My body might not know where I am in space and stuff like this, but I always like to keep track of time because when you've had seizures or little things like that, especially when they're absent seizures, your knowledge of the time becomes very important because when you feel like you're blacking out or something here and there, you need to have some reference. So I'm always keeping my eyes on the clock. It's like when you go to the gas station, I always look for the emergency cutoff just in case. Well, when I enter a room, that's why I always have a watch on my arm because if I enter a room and I do not see a clock that I can fixate upon, I just, I'm always knowing what time it is. So I'm breathing in and I'm breathing out and I look at the clock and it's like 10, 14. And I'm like, okay. And I'm breathing in and breathing out. And then I'm watching Alex versus America because I just like to see her win. And I think it's pretty cool. And I'm watching her cook. And then all of a sudden I look up and I'm like, well, they're on the second round. Who won the first round? Obviously Alex did, but was she first place or third place? And I don't remember what happened. And then I looked at the clock and it was like 10.27. And I'm like, okay, how did a 13 minutes? Okay, fine. So then I start breathing in and breathing out, doing my thing. 
And then I looked, and now we've gone from Alex versus Bacon to Alex versus Hawaii. And I'm, uh, you know, Hawaii cooking. And I'm going, I don't remember who won the, who won the bacon? Who, was it Alex? What happened? And then I looked at the clock, it was like 10.52. And I'm going, Lance, a lot, what, I, 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 I don't understand. So I keep breathing in and breathing out and I'm doing the exercises. Then my husband comes home in between appointments and he's talking to me and I'm going, yeah, I can't talk. I was doing the breathing exercises for whatever reason. I guess it's too much for me. And I'm going like this. I hope I don't screw myself up now. Hold on. And I'm going like this. And I said, I just need a minute. And he walks out, you know, like, oh gosh, what has she done now? So now let me regroup. So. I'm doing the exercises, and I said, you know, I'm feeling a little bitchy, and I don't know why, and I've lost time, and I don't know what's happening. I need to get me like a ring.com for my house so I can have video so I can see what happens to me when I don't know what happens to me. And I downloaded the Breather app. And it said, do you want to go ahead and do the training program? And the first part is strengthening. And then you have endurance. And then you have maintenance. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll do the training, the, the strengthening training. So I load up. I put it on one. And I start. And they have me inhale. And then as soon as I'm in the middle of that good inhale in, the inhalation, and I, I could, I have so many things I could say here, but I will not. And as I'm in the process of the inhalation, and I'm going to suck a little bit harder in, I know what I want to say, but I won't. She goes, exhale. And I'm like, oh, well, that's awfully quick. And then we did it again. And then like before I had to go back into the inhale, she had like a quick little pause and then inhale. And I'm going, well, oh, I can't keep up. Well, by the time I got done with my two sets of 10, I realized that I had actually, I guess, done what I said was not possible. I was hyperventilating or whatever. I was blacking out because of how I was breathing using this stupid breather. I will no longer laugh at any of this. I feel like an idiot. I truly do. But I came in, I told my husband, I feel great after this session and I've got another one to do tonight. I said, I was passing out. That's what happened to me. That's why I was losing time. I said I was inhaling because it took me forever to do the two sets of 10. And I couldn't figure out why I was losing time and why Alice Garnashelli was like, I couldn't tell if she won. And we were going from show to show to show. So I blacked out for several episodes. <laughs> but I tell you what, now that I've done figured out this breathing and how it works, I am really noticing a difference. And I don't know if you can tell in my voice that I feel stronger. It feels better. Having these adhesions released 
although very, 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 very painful, that's why I ask you to work on your fascia before it stops working for you because mine got so bad. Now, I can only explain it by using the tools. So if you can find another way, go ahead. But when you heat up and you rub the tool over your body, that little claw doesn't have anything sharp on it. It's not going to hurt you. And if it hurts, when you're just applying gentle pressure, like just go ahead and put your hand on top of your thigh and just rub a little bit like you're warming up, but you're not even rubbing real hard to, to cause any friction. That's all you're doing with the claw. And if that hurts your fascia, that means you've got restrictions there. So every time she was working on me yesterday, she'd hit something. I go, all right. And she's like, yep, you know this too well by now. I said, yes, I do. Let's go for it. They were popping. They were making noises. It was just brutal. Brutality it was. But I've got to get this over with because I'm so tired of going in for weekly sessions. And the only reason I'm doing it is because I will drive my husband nuts and drive myself nuts with these few adhesions that are left because they honestly make, you know, when it was in my pelvis, it was making me feel higher. And the funny thing was the pain that I'm having in my foot wasn't coming from in my foot. It was from my right butt cheek. That's never hurt me day one. That just goes to show you that fascial line. So I had restrictions in my right butt cheek. I've never, I haven't, I'm sure I fell on it roller skating and stuff like that, but nothing to cause the damage like I did on my left side where you have the big indentation. This was truly restrictions and I have no reason why. But the doctors have said it. My fasciologist said it. Now I'm just admitting it. And I know it's true. My pregnancy destroyed me. So the fact that my son isn't wanting to take me to wherever he's going to decide to go when he decides to leave me in a few years has kind of bummed me out. The fact that I can't get him to take the trash out after asking him one time, but I immediately allow him to drive the minute he asks me, upsets me, perturbs me. The fact that he's growing up and growing away and it's killing me. My body, I mean, I can't tell him. My body is apart and falling apart and even getting worse. And I'm having to go through all this because I gave birth to you. I would never say that because it's not true. It's a decision I made. He had no choice in it. And I'd sure as hell do it again. Absolutely most wonderful thing. And guess what? Kay Meyer is a speech therapist. And get this, she's a speech therapist that understands singing. And she's a speech therapist with EDS. She has agreed to come on the show, Kay Meyer. And I can't wait for you to learn about your breathing and your voice with Kay Meyer. And we're going to do that. And you're going to learn from somebody better than me. Thank you so much for taking the time to share with me and being here with me. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. I'll catch you tomorrow. Have a lovely day.